Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday on the J Train Podcast, we take your complaints, we commiserate, we air our grievances with the world. And listen, when you're in the lounge, you can complain about anything you'd like. There's nothing too small, there's nothing too big. There's nothing too fancy to complain about in the luxury lounge. And we close the door and nobody can look at you and say, but there's bigger. No, your problems are the only problems, my complaint queens. And you can get a complaint queen t-shirt, shop.jaredfreed.com. We got complaint queen t-shirts. We got the shit talking window t-shirt. Also, the bachelorette is in full swing. Make sure you share, share, share. Uh, tag friends, let people know if you thought something was funny, get into it. I got shows, Red Bank, New Jersey, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Richmond, Virginia, Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago, Illinois, uh, Washington, D.C., New York, Austin, Boston, Dallas. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. And also get subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash jaredfreed. Um, get involved. And, and also Patreon. Shelby's here on the ones and twos. Shelby, how are you? Not bad. Chill in the lounge. Chill in the lounge. We got, you know, Shelby's playing the piano, getting us ready. I like that this is more of a island version of the luxury lounge music. They have lounges just me? there too. Yeah, there's lounges all over the world. And and listen, Shelby's a big part of what we do on Patreon. Patreon, I'm doing three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. I mean, that's a deal, right? Shelby, I don't know who else is doing that. Literally nobody. Totally. Totally. Nobody. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Also, I'm giving advice there. So if you want personal advice, that's 15 bucks. You know, there's levels to these things. And then you'll get to listen to the podcast. You'll see. Maybe you, you stick around for the... You know, people, they, they come in at the 15, get their advice, and then they go, oh, I'll stick around. They bring it down to five. Now they get the podcast. So Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um... And send in your luxury lounge complaints. Uh, just title them luxury lounge. That's all you got to do. Because then I put it in a separate folder and it all comes together. Shelby, you told me you have a luxury lounge complaint to start our episode with. What is your luxury lounge? So I know it's uh, something everybody can probably relate to. You're using mm-hmm. like an app. Mm-hmm. This could, at some point, you're going to have to type in a monetary amount, whether you're using PayPal, Venmo. Or you're doing delivery, there's a tip, you know? Okay. But some, let's say you're doing, you're gonna, you're sending somebody 50 bucks. Okay. You gotta, some, you just type in 5000. Yes. 50 bucks. Some other ones, you have to type in 50.00. I could not agree more with you. This is a horrible thing. The, especially when it comes to money, there should be uniformity. Is that how I said the word? Uniformity yeah. on on what th- how we put in money. It, it should be a, 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 a currency. There's a reason that the word currency is used, is that we all know it. We are all accustomed to it. It is currency for us. It is all, you know, you recognize it, you know it. So that's to say it should translate to online. And, and I have this problem sometimes when you have to write in, if you put in 50, sometimes you'll put in 500. And then you have to put those two more zeros and it just doesn't look right. Why am I putting in the two more zeros now? Did I put five thousand? Did I put fifty? Did I do five hundred? Do you know what I'm talking about? PayPal has it right. If I'm sending okay. you fifty or fifty bucks, all I have to put in is like fifty. But for uh, Venmo, I mean, mm-hmm. you have to do the dot. Which more people? Of course, people are sending five thousand dollars, probably more. But Absolutely. more people are sending fifty, way more. Absolutely, and and even more confusing is the United States does dot, and other countries do a comma, mm-hmm. and and comma and dot are legitimately two different extremes of money dot we're talking about some change comma we're talking about thousands of dollars and 
Now we're supposed to do this exchange. If you ever get sent European money, it's all, what's this comma? Did I get $53,000 just sent to me or was it $53? It's, it's, a, it's somebody's going to, there are people have to have been sending like more money or almost than they planned on. I mean, it's just I, dangerous. It's a dangerous territory for us to live in. And the idea that these apps are kind of getting away with something. They, some apps, they, they want us on our toes they want us making mistakes they want us putting in the wrong amount they want us you know not uh, tipping the right and it's it, it feels like they're trying to trick us it does and i don't care for it that's right and you could send in your luxury lounge complaint to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com that's shelby's today I, I i love what he just brought to the table um i did have i was actually thinking did i have one no we're gonna get to our guests I'm, I'm very and we're gonna get to we have so many emails people are really sending these in our guest today is the co-host of the shooters gotta shoot podcast molly demillier thank you for coming on thank you for having me this is so exciting so excited to have you um everyone needs to go listen to shooters gotta shoot go follow molly at guacamole on instagram go follow that that's the instagram right i always read it weird yeah, that that's it. A lot of people like don't get it for a while, and then they're like, "I didn't oh, get guacamole." It. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Guacamole!" Oh, you, you know, it just doesn't read to me. You know, like when you read it, you just kind of it's like G Molly. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, shooters got to shoot. Please explain the podcast. You've been, you know, Erica Sparrow. You guys co-hosted together. Um, Erica, you has been on this show. You've been on this show, right? We we've had. Yeah. You, this is a first timer. Hit that button, Shelby. Error message. Another complaint. error message. Okay, we have a lot of complaints today. So, Molly, explain shooters got to shoot to the listeners here if they're looking for a new podcast. Sure. Um, so really, it's a dating and relationship podcast that just tries to break stigmas in modern dating. And, you know, a lot of your listeners probably know um, from Erica's episode on You Up with uh, You and Jordana, where her side of the podcast is dating with herpes and really mm. just trying to normalize that in modern dating. And my side of the podcast is dating with a lot of family baggage and trying to just put yourself out there and be vulnerable and really just continuing to take our shots. You know, Erica and I were both basketball players in college, so it was shooters got to shoot. At the buzzer, the DM is shot. Basically, that was something that we'd always said to each other, just, oh, should I go talk to this guy? Should I send this DM? It's just, well, shooters got to shoot. You know, you're not going to make anything if you don't try. Lo love it. Got to shoot that shot. Everyone should go check out... Uh, uh, shooters got to shoot. And what is your your luxury complaint today, Molly DeMille? <laughs> luxury complaint. Um, I feel like this makes me sound super bougie, and I'm not. But my can't wait. <laughs> so my dad owns a 1965 white Rolls Royce, and it that hold on. So a white Rolls Royce that is a museum piece driving down the street. It is. Yeah. It's like that one that you always see in the movies outside these like gorgeous mansions. And I live in like a tiny, tiny farm town outside of Syracuse, New York, like more cows than people kind of place. And you just drive by this like old Christmas tree farm and there's this giant Rolls Royce in the driveway. So how did he come into it? How is he a car guy? Is he how does he get this car? So my grandpa back in the day used to own what he called the limousine business, but it was really okay. like shuttles that would take people from my town to the Syracuse airport because it's like an hour away. So uh -huh. and um, P&G at the time and uh, a lot of like the pharmaceutical industry was actually really big in my town. So there was a lot of business trips that would come to my town. So my grandpa would drive everyone in these fleet vans to back and forth from the airport. And he happened upon one day a Rolls Royce and he really, really wanted it. And he knew that my grandma wouldn't let him get it. So he bought it in her name and was like, oh, Jean, it's a gift for you. She never drove the thing in her entire life. <laughs> but where was this Rolls Royce just hanging around upstate New York? Was it it must be an heirloom of some sort, you know, for your, you know, like, how does he come? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think he found it somewhere in Florida and then had to drive it all the way up the coast. Like there's some ridiculous story to it that he was like, I want this car and I have wow. to 
position it as a gift to my wife so that she can't say no. And she was mm. like, this is bullshit. This is not a gift to me. Like you bought yourself a Rolls Royce. Yeah. So yeah, now we just have it. And because both my grandparents are long gone. And mm -hmm. so now my dad has just kept it because actually my grandpa had always said that all the granddaughters could have it at their wedding. And I'm just the last one. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hold on so, to that, I guess. So is it still in working condition? It's just hanging outside of your house? So that's the luxury problem is that my dad is trying to keep it alive. I guess for my wedding that mm -hmm. is so far off and <laughs> you're like dad i have a uh a podcast about modern relationships we we we're we're digging into this thing yeah exactly <laughs> and so he's just like trying to keep it alive but since it's there he just gets so excited and he wants to just drive it around and it goes like 10 miles an hour and it just reeks of gasoline so you'll like pull up oh. to the local like pub in this Rolls Royce and well, just reek of gas but you're like I look like a boss when I step out and I like that feeling but also it took me like 45 minutes to get here and it shouldn't have no this is a real issue and and the the fact that it goes 10 miles per hour it's like you might as well be in a power wheels at that point and smelling like gas is a problem because it is one of those things where that car brings people to it if you're driving down the, it's it's like, it's like a, it's like when you fart and you're overweight, like you know people would assume you farted because you're like I in my fraternity I'm the fat guy in the pledge class. If a fart happens, people just assume it's me. If 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 gas is being smelled, you don't assume it's the Rolls Royce. You assume it's the Honda Civic. It's the old car. But the thing is, because people are being pulled towards you. And going, oh, look at this car. <laughs> what the? So it looks like you're, you know, it, it, it's like one of those things where it's like you almost look like you're trying too hard to look like a Rolls Royce person when you're not one. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit. Yes. Because they, because, well, because the, it, it's like when someone wears a big watch. You ever see someone with like a huge watch and you're like, they're trying to let me know they're they're rich and it's like and then you see that the big watch isn't really a nice it's not like a rolex it's like you know it's like some like brand you've never heard of it's the same thing with the rolls royce that smells like gasoline you're like what are you trying you trying to brag and then it's like you you know like how hard are you trying to brag that you're going in this 10 mile per hour car it's a little i can understand the embarrassment is heightened oh yeah I mean, my dad pulls up to the golf course with it and he just like tries to whip out his his golf clubs. And then because the golf course, like where he has to park it is on a little bit of a hill. He has to put a cinder block behind the wheels Stop. because he's afraid it's going to Yeah, the more you explain, the more the worse it gets. Like putting the cinder block. So he has a cinder block in the trunk of a Rolls Royce to park it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> See, this is this is a problem because you want a Rolls Royce, but you don't want to look like you tried so hard to have a Rolls Royce that you are positioning your whole life into having the Rolls Royce. Yeah, it's like a big part of his personality, especially in the summer when he can like really bust it out. Absolutely. Well, listen, this is a huge problem. Let's get to our luxury lounge issues. Molly Demelier is here. Uh, Shooters Gotta Shoot. That's the podcast. Go follow her at Guacamole. It's going to be all over my Instagram. Let's do them. We got tons. The emails are now flowing in, people. Shelby, the, the, it's a hit. We have, I have like a million here. Like we're getting more luxury lounge emails than dating questions. So Podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Right, Shelby? We all got complaints. We all and let's start with it. You ready, Molly? Let's do it. Jared, love the podcast. My luxury lounge complaint is the side eye people give you when you're the first one to leave a friend's weekend. Ooh, like I already took pay, paid time off for the Friday of this holiday weekend, and Monday is the last free day before work. So obviously, I want to leave first thing Monday morning so I can salvage the remnants of the weekend for set, settling in, preparing, etc. for the week. I mentioned my plans to the group, and they were incredulous that I didn't want to stay with them and rent kayaks for a couple hours after our Airbnb checkout time before driving four hours home. Who wants to be crusty and salty and sticky and not hot in a car for four hours before the 
the Mondayest Tuesday ever. Why am I lame if I don't want to do that ridiculous? Molly, what do you think? I mean, first of all, fuck a side eye. That's like so frustrating. And also, absolutely, I am 100% with this person. If I am on a vacation and I'm coming back on the, the day before that I have to go to work, I want to be back as early as possible, start to get my life together and just be able to relax for a little bit. I do not want to be in a kayak just thinking about the amount of work that I'm going to have to do the next day. Totally agree. And, and honestly, they're mad at you because they're mad they didn't have the confidence to do it. Yeah. They don't want to deal with their own thoughts and their own preparation for the week ahead, so they're not preparing at all. They'd rather push it to that Tuesday morning after the long weekend so that they can cry it about their desk, and that's why they won't do any work that whole morning. They're just going to sit there staring into oblivion before they do anything. They are jealous of you for doing the right thing. The worst person in the world is anyone that gives you shit for leaving the party, whatever that party is, whether it's, hey, Monday morning, time to go. It's like, no, we just, and people are like, whoa, you're going? Come on, you're not going to drink 10 beers on a Monday before you have to go back to work on Tuesday? No, I'm not going to do that. They're jealous. They wish that they could do what you're doing. People do it at parties too. You're leaving? Yeah, I've been here four hours. I have nothing left to talk to you about. Yeah, you know, I also would wonder at, like, at what point is this person in their career versus their friends? Totally. You know, I feel I felt this a bit in like my early to mid 20s as my career was starting to take off. And some of my friends, they just weren't at that point. So they really wanted to keep partying. And I was like, you know, if I mess up on those Monday morning emails, that that's a hard spot for me. You know, totally. And, and, it, like you don't have that responsibility. They say nothing good happens after midnight. I would say anything that happens after midnight is to avoid what you have to do in the morning. So you're staying out to avoid the things in your life that you don't want to take care of because you want to be able to go, I slept in because I was out late. I'll do it tomorrow. Listen, I'm guilty of that, but I can tell you when these people are looking at you going, you're leaving early on the Monday. It's like, yeah, yeah, you should maybe talk to your family and, and, and maybe, you know, have a day where you kind of reorganize. That's a good thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. We're in the luxury lounge. Title them Luxury Lounge if you want it to be a Luxury Lounge issue. Molly DeMillier here. Shooter's Gotta Shoot. That's the podcast. Go, 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 go. Listen to the show. I have been a guest. Jordana's been a guest. Dear J-Train, Feather Feather, I moved to Europe in January. Your podcast and you up have helped me feel a lot less homesick over the months. I moved to Poland to teach English. While there are many things that are great about Europe, there's few there's a few things that aren't meant for the comfortable American. I miss free cold tap water at restaurants. On to my, on to my real complaint. Wait a minute. Cold tap water costs money in Europe? They don't yeah, do that. They don't like give you ice water. A lot of stuff I, is like room temp. They're living in hell. This is unbelievable. On to my real complaint. Air conditioning. Many restaurant stores and apartments don't have AC in Europe. I have not gotten on board with this anti-AC life yet. I long for the cold rush of air walking into buildings from sweaty American. Molly, what do we think? Any thoughts? Oh, this one, it really hits home. I am a huge traveler. And mm. uh, like two years ago, I went to Spain in the thick of summer. It, they were actually having like a massive heat wave when uh, I was there. It was like over 115 degrees. Mm. And my friend insisted that we find a place with AC. And I thought that she was being really dramatic. And the air over there is just so awful. Like walking around, I thought I was just going to melt. It was so disgusting. And it, like paying for ice cold water, it's insane. It's it drove me nuts. Here's the thing about the AC and everyone says everyone goes to Europe and they go, I ate whatever I wanted and I, I lost weight when I was in Paris. I ate all the bread and pasta in Italy and I lost weight. Yeah, that's because you're sweating your butt off inside of every location you go into at every single here, we're sitting here with like angels, you know, blowing on us, keeping us cool at every turn. I'm sitting here with an AC blowing in my face right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that anyone lives this way is crazy to me. And I remember we did shows. I opened for Michelle Wolf in London, and it was in a theater, no AC. 
They just say, and, and you go, well, how is it going to, we have to perform up here. And, and it was like going into a sauna to do jokes and everyone. And so in Europe, they're, they're laughing less because of this, because who wants to laugh in a hot room? They're probably, you know, yeah, they're thinner, but not at, at what cost? Shelby, you have any thoughts? One, one of like the, the shows Netflix seems to put out every week is just like a famous person. Hey, let me go to fancy places and you point a camera at me. And this is never <laughs> brought up. Yeah, you're right. They, 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 what's his name? The guy from High School Musical. Efron. Zach Efron has a show. At no point does he go, can someone turn on the AC? Like, you know, it's hot in here. I, yeah, sure, this, you know, this street food is fun and delicious, but I'd like, you know, and, and Anthony Bourdain, every episode of his show, he's, a, he's sweating like crazy. It, it, you know, none of this looks comfortable. That's why he killed himself. He was so well, he was sick of going Shelby. all those places and being so hot. <laughs> Shelby, the, we might have to make a cut here. Uh, I, I just think it's just wild that like, I, and is there no industrious person in Europe that goes, I'm going to open my own AC. I've stopped hooking up with people because they don't have AC. Like, like the idea, like I once slept at a, a person's house and they didn't put on the AC. They had AC, didn't put it on. And I was like, I can never come back here again. If, if you're not thinking of this, I then we think differently. Yeah. You'd think Poland would have it because they do like a, like they have the, I think Poland has the most pollution out of like every really? European like country. So you'd think they they'd doing? be like, let's just, let's just go full, full pedal to the metal and I'll install well, some you- AC. You would think they would have one with like a purifier on it with some sort of air, you know, thing that, you know, at least blowing the gross pollution air is better than nothing. You know, it's sitting in it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Title of luxury lounge here with Molly Demelier. Go, go, go at guacamole. I live in a luxury apartment building downtown, and after missing a full pool season due to COVID precautions in 2020, the pool is now drained and closed well past Memorial Day 2021. That's an atrocity. As it turns out, the pool can't hold water because it got cracked by the Nashville Christmas Day bombing. Hey, I know a lot of folks around here have lost their homes to tornadoes and terrorism, but geez... All I want to do is have a few white claws and get a tan. Is that too much to ask? Can you really call your building luxury if you're if you're if we're all sweating it out on balconies with no pool? Am I supposed to go to the Y with the riffraff? Thanks. What do we think about this? This is a gr- this is a huge issue. Yeah, I mean, first of all, don't go to the Y. Too many children. No. Too many swim lessons. And second of all, it kind of sounds like they're building dupe them so that people wouldn't move out before summer and they just found out because the, the bombing it was Christmas. The bombing was Christmas. Yeah. And and you, I, I, I agree with you. This doesn't feel like it was on the straight and narrow. Like, and we're seeing that a lot with COVID. And this is a very specific thing with a bombing. Uh, but like when people have something bad happen, COVID, a bombing, whatever, then you get used to the new precautions, the new protocols, and then you go, ah, what do you, you know? What's this guy gonna say? What's he gonna do? Complain to the front front desk? Like, how could you not give me a pool when people are dealing with losing their homes? Yeah, and also it doesn't sound like that hard of a fix. You know, like people get the liners taken out of their pools and get them like the insides of them redone all the time. Like you have to do it actually periodically. So I don't understand why they can't update that. That's a huge thing. Like the pool guy could be there this week. Like what are we waiting on? Yeah, it's not like they have to completely redig the pool and do it over. Like they're just choosing not to do it. And this is wrapped into your costs, you know, your COA payments. Where's the money back? Where's the membership to a pool? Otherwise, that's not the YMCA. There should be another pool that they get, you know, reciprocity with. They should get a pool like another building should be like letting them in. Then at least you can, you know, until then you get like a couple hours at another person's pool. Yeah, I think that they they should write a strongly worded letter. Like, is there Soho House in Nashville? It just has to be allowed there. Yeah, they have like a double. You know how the whole point of this like you can't complain about that there's a pandemic yes Theirs is also you can't complain about, oh there was a bombing you're gonna complain about that like even yeah. though it was like months and months ago 
tough thing to go to the management company being like, I know there's a pandemic. I know there was a bombing, but come on. I got to get my tan on. That's a real tough I complaint. I know there was a murder-suicide. I know there was come a on. bombing. A global warming. But this planet's too hot for me not to be sitting by a nice pool. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Oh, I love Truff. I love what they're doing because I'm trying to stay healthy. And what Truff does is let me add a dab of fabulous. That's right. That might be their new tagline. A dab of fab. A dab of fab. Oh, I love that because with Truff, you can make a grilled chicken, and then you can put a dab of fab right on there because you get to put the little hot sauce. Maybe you can use the truffle oil. You can use the truffle pasta sauce on your whole wheat pasta. It takes something regular and makes it amazing. And Truff just got even better. They've expanded products to include. I, I mean, I'm already talking about the, the, the expanded products. Truff pasta sauce. Truff mayonnaise. That's, ugh. Your hat, l- let's dream about it. You're, you're sitting there Tuesday, and you want to have a healthy lunch. You're like, okay, I'm going to have whole wheat bread. I'll toast it. I'll lettuce, tomato, onion. Okay, I'm still good on cows. Uh, turkey. I'm going to make turkey, a few slices. And then you're like, yeah, it's just a boring Tuesday. And then you're like, you know what? Let's take a dab of fab, a little truff mayonnaise. Wow. You have just changed that turkey sandwich, and you're still in the health game. You're still crushing the day. I mean, pasta sauce, truff man is just taking meals to a different level. These two join the luxury hot sauce to bring all your meals to the next level. I just said that. Truff pasta sauce comes in black truffle pomodoro and a spicy black truffle arabiata. Launched only a few months ago, Truff pasta sauce is already a number one bestseller on Amazon. Yeah, you can't get it. I have friends who have asked me to get it for them. This is like bringing that guy with the truffle shaver into your home. He lives in the jar now, and you can have that amazing taste whenever you want. And before making yourself another so-so sandwich, switch out that old mayonnaise, that old boring mayonnaise and truffle with truffle mayo or spicy truffle mayo. Okay, people, I'm I'm saying I didn't even read the copy, and I'm 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 doing this. Spicy truffle mayo or truffle mayo. So if you're a spice person, you're getting it. If you're not, let's get it out of there. The mayo is seriously the greatest thing you'll ever. It's so. Good. It is addicting. You think you think it's fun to just like. I, I mean, here's the other thing. I, look, let's get out of the health game. You're you get home late night. You put the uh, Dino Nuggies into the micro, and you're like, how do I take this to a next level? Spicy truffle mayo. Try it. Delicious. I, I listen. Dab a fab. The hot sauce that started all truff is the first of its kind, a luxury hot sauce with an ultra unique blend of real black truffles and spice. And just for my listeners, they're giving you an even better offer. Get 15, 15% off site wide plus free shipping with promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Promo code JTRAIN at truff.com. That's 15% off plus free shipping on everything. Just shop at truff.com. That's T R U F F. F is in fantastic. Dot com. Use promo code JTRAIN. Truff.com. Promo code JTRAIN. 15% off plus free shipping on everything. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Brooklinen. It's summer. That means hot nights. It can be hard to fall asleep. Get Brooklinen sheets. They're crisp and breathe well to keep you cool all night long. Brooklinen was started to create beautifully high quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. I love Brooklinen. I have the towels. I have the comforter. I have the sheets. It is taking your home to a different place. It is taking your home and making it a spa. That's really what it is. The towel, I wear it around all day. It's just a beautiful, fluffy towel that's great. And and you know what I love about Brooklyn? You're getting that hotel vibe in your own home. They work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price. No middlemen. No markups. Get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price. Because they're they're saying, get rid of all the department stores. You don't need them. Now, part of paying for a towel is also paying for the rent for the department store. Okay, now that the rent's gone, 
the savings go directly to you. Brooklyn has something for your ever uh, for your every comfort need. Ideal for a seasonal refresh because they're launching new products, colors, patterns all the time. That's the other thing. You you know it's spring, it's summer. We're coming out of a pandemic. You're vaccinated. It's time to clean up the place. You're gonna have people over. Let's make the sheets good. Let's let's get it let's get it going. I'm talking buttery, soft, breathable sheets, plush and absorbent towels, cozy robes, and comfy loungewear. You'll want to put it on and never take off. They're so confident in their core products that they come with a 365-day warranty, and fans are confident, too. There's a reason Brooklyn has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. My mom asks about it. My mom daily. You know, you know I love these Brooklyn sheets. She's a huge fan. Mom approved. Customer service, clearly they uh, they get their eight hours every night because they're a dream to work with if you ever have an issue. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com. Use promo code JTRAIN20 to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code JTRAIN20. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. My complaint is this. Two weekends ago, my friends and I went on a short weekend vacation to a lake in our state. We go there a few times every summer. We took a cute picture in front of the lake. A stranger took it on my friend's phone. Let's call this friend Sue. The picture is on Sue's phone. We get back home. We ask Sue to send us the pic. She says she wants to edit it. I tell her I want the unedited picture because her quote-unquote editing makes us look way different than how we really look. Ooh, this is artistic freedom is being called into account. She says she is busy and will send it the next day. Uh-oh. Oh, you could have yeah. done it on, it's on your phone. You, and by the time that you sent the text, the, it's right next to your finger. Sounds like Sue wants to control the narrative. Okay, she's looking to make sure she can catfish. Okay, fine. Oh, Sue, Sue's probably worried that the un... We'll get to it. Okay, fine. I'll wait. She doesn't send it the next day or the day after. She says she's busy. Keep in mind that Sue doesn't work in the summer. So she isn't at work busy like the rest of us. It has now been over two weeks, and we still haven't gotten the picture. It's a cute picture, so I was definitely planning to post it on Instagram. But now it's two weeks past and too late to post. I'm so irritated. Just text me the freaking picture. Thanks, Jared. Love everything you do. Always be a loyal fan. So I think there's a lot of interesting things going on here. Molly, what do you think? I just love, first of all, that she's like, she doesn't even work. She's not busy. <laughs> well, this isn't, the, Sue doesn't think she looks good in the picture. Exactly. That's the issue. That's the and problem. she doesn't want it posted. And I, I've known women who do this. Of They actually, they won't share the pictures taken on their phone until they put it in Photoshop and actually like edit it on there, which I'm like, that's so extreme. And I get the point of, you know, time has passed. You can't really post it. But I also think that, you know, even if you get it in a couple of weeks, you can still post it and shouldn't feel shame around that. But I just don't think you're ever going to get this picture. I, I think she has to listen to what's not being said. Yeah. Sue, the problem for Sue, the person who has the picture, is that she can't just Photoshop herself. Like, it, it, again, if it was up to Sue... She'd Photoshop herself and then leave you two to do whatever you want, but that would look ridiculous. It would look like you a cartoon was next to two real people. So what she's doing is she's saying, if I can't have the picture, no one gets the picture. And she's holding it back, and you keep asking for it, and this will create a wedge in the friendship. You have to basically choose, do you want the picture or the friendship? Because at some point, this friend has to look at you and go, I can't send you the picture. It's too fat to post. Like some, because that's what I would have to say to someone. Like, there's nothing worse than when you're like, uh, like when you're trying to avoid what you really want to say. So you're saying something else, and then someone keeps nudging you, nudging you, nudging you, and you finally have to be so honest that you look crazy. But that's what this person's trying to avoid, not looking crazy. So to the emailer, I get the problem. You want to post a nice picture. But I think you got to take one for the team and let it go because your friend, if they're your friend, is feeling like they don't want this picture to be see to see the light of day. 
Yeah, I think that's right. And I think, you know, moving forward, just don't really take photos on their phones. And then you can do what you want with the photos. Because nope. I think it, it's just going to be a continuous problem if this person really has this severe image issues that they're editing so, so much that this isn't a first time problem, it sounds like. This email is really about um, owning your intellectual property and making sure that you have ownership and and when you take a picture. And I do think it should what you the, the picture taking process should be we take the picture on one phone everyone huddles around it everyone gets one chance to say one more and then you take one more and then it's over jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with molly demilier go 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 at guacamole go shooters gotta shoot that's the podcast great podcast that was about the picture that might be our our video for this one shelby mm-hmm. let's do apple pay and online shopping big fan sending all the feathers here's my issue all online shopping checkouts should have the option to click apple pay this is a time saver and all around more efficient i have gotten to the point of abandoning my purchase when that is not an option because I didn't want to get up from my cozy spot to get my credit card from my wallet. These businesses are losing money. Molly, what do you think about Apple? Click Apple Pay. I I agree. It's very convenient. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I've definitely fallen into just not buying something if either Apple Pay doesn't work or my credit card doesn't auto populate. I'm like, well, totally. it, it's not that great. Sometimes I do think that's like a nice little feature to save money, though, and, you know, check myself. But, yeah, I don't understand why everyone's not on that train. It's it's it, so easy. It does make you think twice, which is good. Yes. It, 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 there's good and bad. When there's no click Apple Pay, it makes you think twice, do I want to get up from this couch? But then it makes you think negatively about yourself because then you go, am I really too lazy to go get my wallet from the couch or from the kitchen table? Oh my God. And then you go down this rabbit hole of like, am I that person? What's wrong with me? This is why I haven't succeeded. This is why I'm 36 and living in a studio apartment. Like these are all the thoughts you go down. So why at this point, the company has now done this to me and made me a depressed individual. Now, the other problem is we don't want Apple ruling the world. I'm wearing an Apple watch. I got my Apple phone that I can't do anything without. I do kind of like that there's some companies out there that like, like, because if everyone does click Apple Pay, which is the easiest way to pay, Aren't we kind of leaving ourselves to just getting charged by Apple Pay whatever they want to charge us for their service? Yeah, but don't they have really good rewards back though? So right now there's a lot of consumer benefits to it. <laughs> I love I love that you're like, yeah, we should give away our personal freedoms for a couple of, you know, chase rewards points. You know, like, we can get Delta miles, so who cares? <laughs> Flights are getting more expensive. Yeah, listen, you can go to Mexico for 50 bucks. Why would I, who cares? So what, Apple's my new emperor. <laughs> They already have all the info anyways. <laughs> I mean, well, there, there's actually like a court case going on right now where um, there's an app that is fighting against having to like pay to be on the Apple platform and the, or how much they have to pay. It's like going through federal courts right now because Apple's basically saying like, yeah, we have the Apple app store. If you want to be on here, we split the revenues and they're going, well, then oh. You're, I guess you're in charge of every company ever because if you're not in the Apple App Store, you don't exist. So it's a it's a tough thing that we're – but you're all right. I do like points. I'm a big Delta guy. <laughs> JTrainPodcast.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. We have so many here. They're all so good. I can't believe it. Shelby, I mean, is this crazy? It's a, it's a cavalcade. Unreal. Uh, let's do this one. This is a longer one. We need to stop the excessive cleaning. Can we stop with this excessive cleaning? Yes, COVID is real and many people have been impacted by it, but (laughs) I love that beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people have died, but all this excessive cleaning is getting ridiculous. My gym 
an Equinox in Chicago, encourages its members to clean equipment before and after use. I'm not saying to leave your dirty sweat all over the place, but let's use some common sense. It makes sense to clean anything you get sweaty, like benches, yoga mats, and seats, cushions on machines, but everything else is just too much. The other day, someone decided that everything they touched had to be clean. Each dumbbell, every handle, barbells, kettlebells, ropes, pull... Uh, plates and even the floor yes some dude wiped the floor down because i guess he was dripping too much and it was and it was the move that day now if i don't do what the crowd is doing i that's the real issue this guy's right if i don't do what the crowd is doing i look like the jerk so here i am cleaning everything as well yeah now we're all just the janitor you know we, we you go to the gym and then everyone just has a mop in their hand the whole time like that's what's gonna happen i spend more time wiping things down than i do actually working out plus my hands because of all those chemicals are so dry and crusty no moisturizer seems to work i feel like the karate kid after mr miyagi had him painting this fence all day and i'm getting tired of it i mean that should just be the gym there should be gyms now that are just you cleaning and you put on a janitor's outfit and you clean the gym and that's all that's the workout yeah, that's like the new CrossFit. So yeah. Be- clean fit. Yeah, because it clean fit. Because at this point, when when everyone's wiping everything down for 30 minutes before and after, it's just insane. Same goes for restaurants. Chill with the squirt bottles when cleaning the tables. The spray reaches by food and clothes. Apologies for my rant. Thanks for creating a safe space for us struggling out there. Molly, what do you think of this? I 100% agree with the gym thing. I've yeah. seen people doing it of just going up and like wiping down all the dumbbells and like, Okay, well, now it's also really slippery and there's no chalk in most gyms anymore because you shouldn't be like putting your hands in a communal area, I guess. But it's I feel like it's kind of dangerous with like the amount that people are also wiping things down. And it's also like, okay, we're all around here sweating, breathing like we get it. Just clean the regular machines when you're done like you used to and go on. So there's a few things going on here. I agree with you. Um, First of all, the idea that someone's wiping down the machine while staring at you like, so are you going to do it? Or are you a QAnoner, huh? (laughs) You know, like that becomes the kind of emotional face-off that we're facing with mass and all these things right now. The other thing is, oh, I had a thought in my mind that I was thinking about. you, You mentioned... What was your point? I'm just like, everything gets so slippery when you're wiping everything down. Slippery, but also, sorry to interrupt, the the whole idea of getting COVID from surfaces has been debunked. Like, that, that science is out there. Like, the idea that you can't, they've written about this. This has been, the science is out there that you can't get it from surfaces. So... Why are we scrubbing like this? You know, why are we doing this? Just because we did before? At what point, and it's weird that it's like the same people who are like, believe in science. And then you're like, okay, we don't have to wipe things down anymore. They go, whoa, easy there. You're like, well, things change. We have new information that proves this to not be true. Absolutely. I think there's a level of people, and I've seen a lot of them in the gyms actually, that just can't let go of COVID. And it's the people who are still running with masks on or like double mask. And it's like, we don't need to do this anymore. It's like, we really do need to let go of it to be able to move on. Like we still need to take some precautions, but right now you're doing more harm than good because you're making everybody else feel a lot more uncomfortable and kind of unsafe of like, okay, well, am I doing the wrong thing? Because I didn't go crazy and clean. I'm not wearing a mask right now. It's become a pride thing. There, there, There was a guy on TikTok who was like, mad at people because and it was interesting because he's right and wrong at the same time someone has to relent someone has to go ah you're right or ah it's a because he was saying that he wears the mask and people go what's with the mask why are you still wearing the mask and he's like i i'm wearing it because you're you it makes you mad and it's like then what are we doing <laughs> so we're just gonna it's like oh why is all of america still wearing masks oh it's spite yeah, like that's the only reason. It's kind of wild. Yeah, I know some people in New York who say that they're afraid to walk down streets in the city without one because they don't want people to think they're a Republican. That's the most insane, self-conscious, like, like I can't, that makes me so frustrated that like you can't be, you're worried about a stranger assuming maybe wrong or right. It doesn't even matter at that point. You. This is what, I'm wearing the mask not for health but for social stuff and it's like that's crazy now you're just 
you should do what the guy I, I saw yesterday do. What'd he do? While wearing a mask, had a t-shirt on that said, relax, I'm vaccinated. it's crazy also they're saying that our immune systems are actually getting kind of fucked up by all this because they say strep throat is like back big time right now because everyone spent a year with a mask on not really getting any germs in them and now they're all french kissing and everyone's like wait where'd this strep throat come from it's like yeah you, you you you've been that's why i never was a prl person i always thought i need a little grime yeah, that's like the ha- kids in uh, elementary school that like ate dirt or like just always had stuff in their mouths. They mm. never got sick because they were just exposed to so many germs that they were the kids who always showed up. It's like, God, you suck, though. Yeah, they're winning and losing at the same time. In in, in February, I, I felt like not great and I had like no appetite. And I was like, it finally happened. I don't know how. <laughs> I've been inside, wear a mask everywhere, don't really go anywhere, but I have COVID. So I went, got a test, and they came back, and they're like, well, we have good news and bad news. You don't have COVID, but you do have a mild case of the flu. And I was yeah. like, how? How? Yeah. <laughs> From yeah, who? The, it doesn't matter. You, you weren't prepared. You needed a little grind. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Native Deodorant, featuring their new face and body sunscreen. Sometimes life stinks. The good news, you don't have to because Native Deodorant has your back. I love Native Deodorant. I love that they have a product line. Sometimes, you know, I've never thought of that with deodorant, that to give myself a different vibe with a different smell. And Native lets you do that. Native cares about what you put on your body and they're about stopping the stink the right way. That's the Native difference. You've heard us talk about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but have you tried their body wash, toothpaste, or their brand new mineral-based sunscreen? That's right. Now Native has a broad-spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and body. It's lightweight, absorbs quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. I love that. Native's on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine. Put the care in self-care. Native's products work against odor with simple ingredients that smell great. You can get their deodorant and body wash in amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. I love... Love the citrus and herbal musk. Love it. You can even build your own personalized product bundles. Mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. I love that. So now you can get... Uh, you know, a couple of different flavors and have, you know, you got your Monday smell, you got your weekend smell. That's great. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use promo code JTrain at checkout and get 20, 20, 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use promo code JTrain at checkout for 20% off your first order. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. My complaint is about low bathroom sinks. I hate low bathroom sinks and I don't think I am alone on this thought. It seems like they use to design bathrooms with the lowest fucking sinks for children or small people. Whose idea was this? And why do we still have to live in places with low bathroom sinks? Now in most new builds or remodeled bathrooms, the sink is a great normal human sized bathroom. Hopefully you can translate this um, to make it funnier well what do we think low bathroom sinks are you seeing this problem molly demilier yeah i have seen this especially in like public bathrooms Mm. and those are the worst because i don't know what happens in public bathrooms but the sinks are just covered in water and if Mm. you lean to like check your makeup or something and then all of a sudden just right on the front of your pants it's just covered in water. Well, that's that's the true problem with the low sink is the spritz and the area that you'd be spritzing. The spritz isn't hitting your chest or your you know the the stomach of your shirt. It is hitting your crotch in a, and you're leaving the bathroom looking like you just peed all over yourself. And it's like if these sinks were higher, it would be maybe on your shirt a little bit and it wouldn't show as much. Now you're walking out and it's like, look at Jared pees his pants and you got to do the Billy Madison pee in your pants is the coolest, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And also most shirt materials, if you get them wet, you can just put them under the air dryer for like a, a totally. few seconds, walk out. But if you get jeans soaked or like a thicker material, you're screwed. You're looking like I, that for the next hour, maybe two. Totally agree. This happened to me a couple weeks ago. I'm at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, the host is on stage and I'm about to go on stage and, and they give them the light. So there's two minutes left in their set. I'm like, oh my God, I have to pee so bad. So I ran to the bathroom to try and pee before he was going to bring me on stage. I pee, I, I, I go, and then I put it all back in my pants. You know, the, I, I put my, you know, my, thing, my things away and I'm zipping up and I had leakage. Oh no. In jeans. Now I'm wearing underwear. So I was hoping the leakage was, but I'm wearing green jeans. I'm hoping the leakage isn't enough that I got, you know, that, that it, the underwear blocked it. I looked down, there is legitimately like a four inch diameter piece thing. And I'm going on stage. So I look over and Daniel Simonson, another comic, very funny. He goes, he goes, dude, that's hilarious. I'm like, hilarious i'm about to be going on stage he goes you got to talk about it i was like i i had other things planned to talk about i gotta now and like i started like taking my shirt and trying to like push it down to see if it would cover it no coverage and i just did the whole set without even mentioning it so there's someone in that crowd being like yo that guy peed his pants before he went on stage he was so nervous <laughs> no one in the audience like no one said anything i think the crowd in the front row blocked me off enough Okay. But it was a disaster and it was jeans. And I was thinking, I'm like rubbing on the jeans to try and get it out. But just like you said, two hours minimum. Yeah, exactly. And then if you like, if you rub like even like a paper towel on jeans too hard, you're just going to get that white debris all over it too, which is Awful. Just, now you've made a mess. Yeah. Now you're just gross. You're a piece of, you get, you're just wearing trash. Have yeah. You, you ever gotta skip your spot. Have you ever experienced this in a bathroom? It's, mm. it's usually at like a person's apartment or house the toilet and the sink are like black but haven't we agreed on like white yes i know exactly what you're talking about that's that happens at like public school bathrooms where the toilet seat is black and i'm saying the whole thing the whole toilet even black. the inside of the bowl everything it feels so you really weird. can't you can't see the piece the pee on the seat that's the biggest problem yeah yeah i i uh Let's all agree on this. White toilet. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Molly DeMillier. Hilarious comic at Guacamole. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Feather, feather. Here's my luxury lounge issue businesses that still have the hand sanitizer that smells like straight vodka. Now that things are returning to normal, including the Purell supply, I no longer feel I need to accept the vodka hand sanitizer. It makes me gag and reminds me of my inability to control my alcohol in my early 20s. I realize I can carry around my own hand sanitizer, and I do, but sometimes you see the, hands, uh, the sanitizer dispenser and you want a quick solution. Now that we are no longer in crisis mode, can't we go back to regular hand sanitizer? What say you, Molly? I mean, first of all, a correction, it's definitely a tequila smell. They're very different. It's way more tequila-ish than vodka-ish. I agree. And second, we got to get rid of it. Because I don't mm. know about you guys, but... Well, first of all, I like to drink a lot. And sure. second of all, like, going to a bar, trying to just, like, knock the hangover from the day before with, like, a couple drinks. And then mm. you get a little hand sanitizer trying to think you're doing some good. And it just reeks of tequila. Like, that's just pressing a button to throw up. It's awful. I totally agree. It, it's, it's, and, and what the problem is, they went so out of control buying so much that now they're stuck with it and they're never going to throw it away. It's going to be out there forever. This is a problem that ain't going away because now they want to make people feel comfortable at their restaurants. They want to make people feel comfortable at their bars and they have a lifetime supply of the tequila, you know, uh, the, the tequila sanitizer. And so it's not going anywhere. So you got to bring your own. I mean, you got to bring the spray like that. And it's got to smell right. Some of them are too smelly. That's the other thing. Some of them, they, they're too flowery. And now I'm like, why do I smell like, you know, an old woman who carries around Werther's? 
Yeah, especially when you start sweating and then it just gets, it takes on this other smell all of its own and you're like, oh, this is just not what I had planned for today. Oh, no. You got to go back to the old school Purell, just put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, come prepared and don't use the bar stuff. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com, title it Luxury Lounge. We do this every Thursday. I'm writing in about bar and restaurant checks and the fact that they make you figure out the total after you leave the tip. I don't understand. Why can't the restaurant or bar figure out the total themselves? I leave the tip to be nice. You do the math. I didn't come here to drink seven Bud Lights and then have to do damn math lesson. I feel it feels they could at least they could easily figure out the total themselves. Thanks for your consideration. Bad at math. This is an interesting problem. It's a problem that I've always thought about but never voiced, and I'm happy this emailer voiced it. What do you think, Molly? Absolutely. I mean, I am so bad at math. This mm. drives me insane. And also, yeah, when you've had a few drinks, I don't know about you. Have you ever woken up the next day and been like, did I add that wrong? And am I about to get charged like four times what I thought? Because they're going to go with the total. <laughs> they're going to go with the total, and it it – it is interesting. It should you should write be be able to write ten and then just leave it. ten sign gone. The extra step is crazy that we're even doing. You can put ten onto this. That's the tip done. Why do you need the total ten uh, sign gone? The other thing that gets embarrassing is when you start splitting a tab with a group of people, and then everyone's like, "We're putting thirteen, and now you got to add thirteen onto thirty-seven. Try doing that." Try doing that real quick. And and, and and everyone's watching. And everyone's looking at you. Uh, uh, 13 plus 37, what do you got? You know the answer? And he's like, is this the SATs? Like, can't we relax? And have you ever been with someone who they like the total to be like a point zero zero, like a perfect amount? So they can do the math on whatever the change should be. And they just tell you the total. And then you have to figure out the tip. I'm like, I feel like I just no. failed 10th grade math again. A- absolutely. The people who need it zeroed out uh, should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, that is, a, I mean, th- at that point, you're going four plus seven's 11. Like, I'm, I'm doing, you know, putting the one over the third column of the check, like, to try and even this out. And, like, we don't need this. We went to school. We got out. We all got diplomas. Let's move on. It's time to move on. And we all also we also all have calculators with us every single day. Why are we putting ourselves through this? Yeah, I whip out my calculator immediately. Like the second the bell comes, I'm like, I'm not even going to try. There's no effort from me here. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here in the Luxury Lounge, any complaint, title it Luxury Lounge. We're, we got so many here. This is so great. I think this might be the only safe space I can air this complaint. I'm starting to think I'm so fun that I consistently convince both myself and my date that we've never been so in love. (laughs) So we start dating after two weeks and then I have to break up with them when I realize what I've done. And I always think this time is different because it feels so good. So their complaint is they're so much fun that they can have fun with anyone that they think it's love, but it ends up not being love. Okay. This is actually a real problem. Like it's a real problem. Who's just like that infectious energy. Mm. And I think they also can't assess like when they're doing it. Cause it sounds mm-hmm. like they're kind of duping themselves too, which Listen, is the real problem. I've had this issue where I've done this. I have a little bit of this myself and I, I this is a narcissism. This is an ego thing. If you're the type of person that goes shots, you, this can happen. If you are that person on a date where you've had a few drinks, you go to another bar and you're like, should we do a shot? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, is this because we're hitting it off? It's like, no, it's because we drink too much because we're alcoholics, you know, like because I like to eat and drink. If you like to eat and drink, you can seem way more fun than you are on a date. Yeah, this happens to me a lot, too, because like I I also can just like keep going and then all of a sudden Mm. it's 2 a.m. And the next day I'm like, I think I had fun. Like, you know, all all signs point to yes. And then you get a couple weeks down the line and you're just texting. You're like, there's nothing here. Like there is no substance to this. And you kind of feel like you've just wasted so much time. So something that I've tried to start doing that's really, really hard on dating is cut it off at two drinks. 
you know, two drinks Done. is where I'm still myself. I the next day I'm like can really evaluate the situation. But anything after that, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a blast because anything I do, three drinks and more, like I can stare at my wall and have a great time. It is in yeah, because I I mean I basically do that. I'll get I'll have drinks at a bar and stare at my phone. But I yeah. it is interesting to think that you're like after two drinks you go home and you go did that 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 does make you think did i have fun yeah exactly did i have a good time or was that just any was that two drinks i could have had with anyone when you go to like third drink next bar you could do that with anyone but it feels like you're doing it with someone exactly and then you know your inhibitions are down you're probably going to go home with that person or you're going to go home with them quicker than if you didn't drink as much. And then Absolutely. you really feel like you're having a great time. Cause you're like, well, you know, we had great sex. It was really fun. It was spontaneous. It's like, yeah, you were both actually just pretty hammered. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Title at luxury lounge. We're going to do one more. This one's a fun one. We already talked about my P issues. You're Let's wearing green some. jeans. Yeah, I, I I'm Mr. Green Jeans. I uh, I got a pair of green bonobos. They got a lot of different colored jeans. I didn't know where they were bonobos. Comment Listen. comment rescinded. <laughs> Thank you. Luxury lounge. Can a girl please just poop at work in peace? Uh, this is a problem. Jared Shelby, an esteemed guest. Thank you for all that you do. I have IBS, and today I was having a pretty bad flare up at work. My work has a small bathroom that's also attached to our locker area. Today was the worst possible situation I could imagine. While I was using the bathroom and letting out sounds from my butthole that have been buried deep inside of me for what feels like decades, one of my coworkers comes into the locker room while on speakerphone and then, in parentheses, she writes, I kid you not, starts brushing her teeth while also talking on the phone at the same time. She's literally two feet away from me at the sink, and the only thing between her and I is one cheap metal door that has giant cracks around the sides. I felt the need to try to be polite and keep my sounds down, but as best as I tried, they just kept coming. My main complaint here is that I'm the one who feels embarrassed, and I feel like I'm doing something wrong. But really, she's in the wrong. She should feel embarrassed for invading my privacy by having a mindless conversation on the phone. And do you really care about oral hygiene that much, really? What are you trying to prove here? Thanks again, the party pooper. Molly, what do you think? I mean, there's a lot going on here. You know, first of all, having a conversation in the bathroom is just weird because you don't know what you're walking into. I hate anyone who talks in the bathroom. That should be like the quiet car on the train. Yes. That person that walks in and you're peeing next to them or in the bathroom. Hey, how you doing? You're like, no. Well, women don't have that. <laughs> we have that at the urinal. Hey, what's going on? Good game, huh? Like whatever, if you're at a ball game or something. But going into the 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 bathroom while on the phone is crazy. Like, and like, what are you doing to the person on the other end? You know, hey, so are we getting together like Tuesday? Oh, yeah, someone's in here. Sorry, you're in the bathroom? There was it's a bilingual guy at my office who'd go in and start speaking. He'd come in on the phone speaking Spanish and go into like a stall. And I guess like that helps because you can't hear what he's saying. Yeah, farts are the same in every language. That's crazy. Shitting is the same. That's, yeah, that's, first of all, the worst part. But second, I've had a huge problem with company bathrooms for a long time. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have IBS, but everybody poops. And okay. a lot of New York offices have that open floor plan. So everybody knows when you go in. So it's like, you Absolutely. don't want to take too much time. But also, if you're loud, you're like, okay, does everybody hear me, like, farting? And sometimes you just can't help it. And you need the time to be able to take like you need to be able to take 15 minutes and yes. without it being a commotion. Yeah. And when you have these open floor plans with no, you know, fences like the cubicles used to have. Hey, goodbye, everybody off to poop town. Going to drop off the poop. You know, like it is like a big announcement. And then when you're in there, 
everyone, you know, it, it should be closed off. Everyone, there should be now, there, everyone should get their own room. Like, everyone needs to get their own little area. This idea that we have to walk into this room and see feet underneath, and you know the feet, whose they belong to, and you're like, wow, Gary's really going through it today. Like, you can, it's, that's not a fun thing. No. Have you ever had someone come up to the crack and, like, put their eye right up to it, and you're like, hello? Oh, <laughs> that that person should be arrested the the idea that you can't all you have to do is touch the door with one finger to see if it's unlocked they're not it's it's not like the heaviest door in the world when you look through the crack like are we what's in there what's more we, what's more likely somebody's in here or that it's like broken and jammed yeah <laughs> i think the these are the, the the ideas that were in here that's the idea. We're in here to go to the bathroom. We should all be in here to just do that. I don't know. It's so Ugh. stressful. I've actually thought about finding a Starbucks near my office to be able to just like go out and go get a coffee, but then actually go poop and then come back with a coffee. Cause I'm like, okay, I could say there was a long line. It's, but it's just too familiar. That's the thing at the Starbucks. You see faceless people at the office. I've had times where you're in the bathroom and someone goes, Jared, is that you? And you're like, what? Like, no, I, I don't answer. I wouldn't answer. I, I just don't answer. That's not you, Jared. And I just sit hiding. Yeah, that's brutal. Or like if you're late for a call or something or someone's looking for you in the conference room and then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, no, no, I think they're in the bathroom. I think they're in the bathroom. And then yeah. everybody's eyes are just on the bathroom waiting for you to come out. Yeah, stop thinking I'm in the bathroom. Just say nothing. Just go, oh, uh, they'll be back. Like, that's a classier way to put it. Yeah. My dad, back in the day when he he's retired now, but when he was in office, he used to really screw with his boss. And when his mm. boss would come out of the office or out of the bathroom, my dad would start to walk in and he would just go, oh, God, what happened? <laughs> <in there?"> <laughs> <laughs> just in front of everyone. That's a, that's a fun. That's a fun office. That's a guy with a Rolls Royce. That's a that he doesn't have to care. Exactly. <laughs> J train podcast at Juma.com. J train podcast at Juma.com. Molly Demilier, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. Everyone go follow Molly at Guacamole on Instagram. Shooters got to shoot. That's the podcast. Go, go, go. It'll be all over my social media. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thank you. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday and Thursday. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast.com. If it's a regular question, then if it's a luxury lounge question, title it Luxury Lounge. We'll be back next episode. Boom.